First of all, the living entity who wishes to enter into the deep mystery of God realization. So Srimad Bhagavatam explains the most wise living entity in this universe is Lord Brahma. And what is the lifespan of Lord Brahma as compared to ours? We live maximum of 100 years. That is also very, very rare, seeing today's situation. So we live for 100 years of this earthly planet. And one day of Lord Brahma is equal to 44 lakh years of earthly planet. So we can just imagine. 44 lakh years of one of our earth planet is one day of Brahma, which is called Kalpa. And Brahma lives such 100 years. It means Brahma's age is around 330 trillion years. So Srimad Bhagavatam further explains this difference of lifespan. The same, in the same proportion, we can compare Brahma's intelligence to intelligence of earthly living entities. So Brahma is trillions of times wiser, more intelligent than all of us, the living entities on this planet. So you can just imagine our brain is so wonderful. And uh, if somebody's brain is trillions of times wonderful, then what extraordinary intelligence that person is possessing. And obviously it is required. That is how that Brahma knows how to create the entire universe. So many laws, so many complexities, laws of karma, defining the future, writing the destiny. How Brahma creates our destiny. If we have hurt, punched in the stomach of somebody, we'll develop stomach pain in the next life. This is the law of nature. You disrespect somebody, you will get disrespect. You donate your money to somebody, money has to come back to you in the next life. How this arrangement is made? This is the intelligence of Lord Brahma. Trillions of times more intelligent than us. And that Lord Brahma also, he got completely confused in understanding Lord Krishna. And he mistook Lord Krishna as an ordinary boy. And later he realized his offense and thus he offered the wonderful prayers. Jnane prayasa mudapasya namanta eva. Jnane prayas, if you want to understand Krishna using your intelligence, udapasya, please give up this attempt. I could not understand Lord Brahma who am trillions of times more wiser than all of you. I could not understand. Jnane prayasam udapasya. Udapasya means give up. Namanta eva, become very, very humble. Understand you are not even an ant in the universal scale. So using your intelligence, you can never understand God. Never. It is not possible to understand anything about God. It is not possible even to understand about ourselves that we are spirit souls different from the body. What to speak of the infinite spirit? So thus it is not possible at all to understand God simply on the dint of our intelligence. So Lord Brahma recommends, Jnane prayasa mudapasya namanta eva, become humble, offer your respects, jivanti san mukharitam bhavadiya vartam. So live your life as per the directions of pure devotees, thane sthitva shruti gatam hi punsam tanuvan manobhir namanta eva. So one has to completely surrender to Krishna, tanuvan manobhir. Tanu means body, vak means speech and mana means mind. So with mind, body and words, Namanta Eva person has to completely surrender himself to Krishna. So such a person who has completely surrendered himself to Krishna, surrendered how? Not just body, surrender with words and surrender with mind also. In this way, when a person has completely surrendered himself to Krishna and after surrenderance also something has to be done. So surrendering is the beginning. My mind, I don't allow anything to think other than interest of Krishna. My body does not act in any way other than interest of Krishna. My words are always for glorifying Krishna. And then, sthane sita, then wherever you are, if you are in such a way, in such a consciousness of complete surrenderance, then wherever you are situated, it does not matter. Whatever job you are doing, it does not matter. But this surrenderance is important. Without this, spiritual life does not begin. And after surrendering in this wonderful consciousness, 
Shrutigatam, sthane sita shrutigatam, hipunsam. A person should simply keep on hearing the nectarian messages of Lord Krishna. And in this way, a person can <clears throat> develop all these wonderful qualities. <clears throat> Sorry. So Krishna is supreme pure only when a person attains complete freedom from Rajaguna, Tamaguna, modes of uh, passion and ignorance, lust and greed. A person can come to platform of understanding God. And eventually, if he is able to continue on that platform, after leaving the body, he goes on to live with Krishna in his uh, original spiritual existence. So thus, uh, not by any uh, other activity, but simply by this hearing process and in complete surrenderance, engaging oneself in the service of Krishna, person develops all such qualities. However, development of such qualities is required. If such qualities are not developing within us, then we should improve our hearing process. There are nine processes of devotional service. Those of you who are regular, you must be knowing. Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnuho, Smaranam, Padasevanam. And all these are bona fide ways of perfection in Krishna consciousness. But all the other processes, eight processes, will not be fruitful if hearing is not perfect. So that is why some devotees tell that, uh, and we see that they are doing very nice. They are engaged in seva very nicely and they are offering money also, whatever they are earning. Some devotees are so nice that they offer uh, much more than what they earn also. They may donate. We spend using credit, credit cards. They donate using credit cards or they work over time. Okay, Prabhu, it does not matter. I want to do seva. I learn later. So, so nice. But what is missing? Namanta eva. First of all, surrenderance is not there. Seva is happening, but without surrender, then uh, we have to wait. We keep on doing seva, we will surrender. And then we keep on hearing. Some devotees are not able to hear. They are doing other things very nicely. But not able to hear means reading or hearing. It is the same thing. In Vedic time, there is no need of reading. Thus, you will not find much the word reading. But still, it is mentioned. Even for the Dhyan Yogi, Swadhyaya, is very, very important. Kapil Muni explains and many other places it is there. But hearing is given more stress because this was a prime means. There was no need to read, have books. Simply they would hear. They were so sharp. They were Shruti Dharas would be able to keep it in the mind for the rest of their life and would understand also immediately on hearing. So that whenever we come across the word hearing, it means hearing and reading both. So if you are not able to take proper quality time for reading the books or hearing the books, then we may be doing very nice deity worship. We may be having deities in our house. We'll be offering all the items to them. But if you are not reading nicely, if you are not hearing nicely, either chanting of the holy names or the messages of Krishna, hearing should be done of both. Uh, offenseless hearing of the holy name as well as uh, Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, the Vedic literatures. So on the basis of such hearing, uh, it is mentioned in Bhagavatam, devotees able to perceive the presence of Krishna in the temple. Otherwise, we would go to temple and uh, we must be seeing uh, some uh, dolls, as Prabhupada mentions. Now, what are these dolls standing here? A person may wonder. Materialist does not appreciate that this is Supreme Personality himself standing. Or somebody may think a statue, stone like that. So in order to perceive the presence of God in temple, again, hearing is very important. Prabhupada tells if you don't hear, then... Archavigraha will become Galagraha. You will think, oh, this is not Archavigraha. This is not worshipable deity incarnation of Krishna. This is Galagraha. This is news in my neck. This is burden my guru has given me. So let me employ some pujari to take care or we will become neglectful because we will not be able to perceive. So in order to perceive the presence of Krishna in all the aspects of devotional service, person should hear very, very nicely. That is why we request everybody to hear Srila Prabhupada every day as much as possible throughout the day. You are engaged in some other activity and so many activities we do in a day in which parallel hearing is also possible. So as much as possible, just like the smokers, after working every uh, for say one hour or even 30 minutes, they go out and smoke and then they continue their work. So similarly, we should develop this hearing habit and all the devotees here, they practice. As soon as devotees get up, uh, some devotees are taking bath. Prabhupada lecture is going on. They are washing their clothes. Prabhupada lecture is going on. They are coming out. They are wearing the dress, getting ready for Aarti. Prabhupada lecture is going on. Honoring Prasadam, Prabhupada lecture is going on. 
or uh, doing cleaning or anything prabhupad lecture is going on so traveling lecture is there so as much as possible throughout the day we should maximize our hearing more so in kaliyuga this is the only process and otherwise also unless hearing is perfect other processes will not be effective so hearing we should not take lightly offenseless hearing with great respect trying to hear the holy name very nicely and the messages of lord krishna and when we hear nicely again the effect should happen if a person hears nicely then automatically these qualities will develop it is not that we have to endeavor now one person may even first shloka was so heavy a dveshta person has to be non envious even from the enemies somebody is coming to kill you you should not develop any kind of ill feeling towards your killer also and how is it possible because a person understands it is because of my karma that somebody is causing any kind of harm to me or criticizing me saying ill words so in this way devotee does not hate the instrument of actions and he is not just non envious non different he is maitra karuna evacha he is very friendly trying to friend means a friend in need is friend indeed when the friend is in need we go and help so everybody is in need people are dying suppose somebody is dying in front of us and we know the medicine shall we not be very really eager to give that medicine to others and we have the medicine simply by giving this hari naam the message of bhagavad gita people can stop their death people can solve all the stress and anxieties even in this life they can become permanently happy and peaceful so we have got the medicine so we should be very very eager to eat the medicine and to give the medicines to others also and nirmama we understood he understands i am not the body so i cannot enjoy the body i am not the mind so mind and body should be used for krishna's enjoyment and he is out of false ego because he understands i am not the body and mind and thus he is able to always maintain himself equipoised whether it is sukha or dukha and he is thus very very forgiving because he understands everybody is helplessly acting as per the modes of nature i am receiving simply the return of my karma my past activities so he is very forgiving there is no grudge in the heart this person did like that to me this person did not or does not behave nicely with me there is no grudge in the heart of you so devotee is always very very peaceful and happy and especially for following krishna consciousness mind should be very very peaceful so devotee is always very forgiving and then if our hearing is perfect devotional service is perfect all the other symptoms should also develop and what are the other symptoms which we, sh- we should expect after if we are proper in our execution of hearing and devotional service santushta satatam yogi yatatma dridhanishchayah santushta means satisfied the devotee should be satisfied yes prabhu i am very much satisfied when i go out and eat nicely in restaurant on weekends i become satisfied when i watch my favorite netflix series i am satisfied no santushta satatam devotee should always be satisfied not for few moments that is the happiness of rajaguna material enjoyment satisfies you immediately and then there is so much of misery so uh, we were speaking to one of the people we had hired for cooking so he is also good devotee but uh, somehow he could not uh, follow uh, full time and thus he takes some uh, Uh, remuneration any helps in various ways so i was asking so how is life so where do you want to go after this life you want to go to vaikuntha or golok vrindavan so he smiled started laughing or prabhu ji we are not so fortunate we were very small and uh, uh, parents they got us married at very early age we have not having discrimination also now i'm working so hard i cannot spend any money on myself now recently i started spending money because i have got diabetes so now what enjoyment i can have of my money is my medicines only otherwise everything is going for the welfare of the family and the family is also never satisfied prabhu hum to fas gaye pata nahi kya hoga hamara so initially yes uh, it appears very very pleasant all the material enjoyment so any step taken for material enjoyment is source of complete misery immediately there would be pleasure and uh, but long term there is only misery so we are not telling that any kind of activity will lead to misery but any kind of activity for sense enjoyment any kind of endeavor for krishna's pleasure it gives satisfaction to the heart 
So that is why very important word used here is satatam. Devotee should be satisfied always in every circumstances. And yogi, one should be yogi. To uh, It is one very important qualification. So a uh, person who wishes to qualify himself to go back to Godhead should remain satisfied always in every situation and he should be a yogi. And this word also Krishna uses many times. Yatatma dridhanishchayaha. Yatatma means endeavoring. Dridha means dridhanishchaya with great determination and vow. So Prabhupada explains spiritual life has to be followed in a military discipline. Although such things may make it little difficult, but nevertheless, it has to be followed in that manner. In Kali Yuga, it is very, very simple. Simple rules and regulations we have to follow. Otherwise, it was so difficult. Even process of Bhakti Yoga being the simplest and sublime was also difficult. Like Dhruv Maharaj, small boy, five-year-old, Krishna did not show any mercy. Uh, Krishna was always merciful to give instructions, but this was expected. Even five-year-old boy had to stop breathing also. He left eating and drinking uh, months ago. Six months he did tapasya. So eventually he gave up uh, eating. He was eating dry grass and leaves. Then he was drinking water every seven days or 10 days. Then he was breathing every 10 or 12 days. And then eventually stopped breathing also. Can we do that without breath for a long time? So it is impossible. We will die. Our bodies cannot sustain. Valmiki also, Bhakti Yoga, chanting the names of Ram, but he had to chant for 60,000 years. So even Bhakti Yoga had a lot of austerity and this Bhakti Yoga is the easiest. What to speak of those who take austerity is that is why Krishna tells, Valmiki had to meditate for 60,000 years and a person is not Bhakti Yogi. He has to take many, many lifetimes of austerity. So understanding God is extremely difficult job. Thousands of years of tapasya in one life and many such lives a person has to spend. 10,000 years of tapasya Krishna's parents did to have him as their child. But now in this age, Kali Yuga, not 10,000 years, few years a person can get the same result. So that is why the age of Kali Yuga is worshipable by those people who are in knowledge. General people criticize Kali Yuga, it is full of faults, but those who are in knowledge, they worship this age. So just imagine thousands of years of austerity in Bhakti Yoga person has to take. So Kali Yoga, it is so simple. You get up in the morning, take cool water bath and follow four regulative principles. Just honor Krishna Prasadam. Don't eat outside and sing and dance every day in front of Krishna. It is so simple. Eat nice tasty dishes and hear such wonderful philosophy. But mind will, we are unfortunate. Association is so bad. We are not able to remain fixed in our understanding also. So just like so many people, they attend our workshops and 3,000 people registered, 1,000 turned up recent workshop. Out of 1,000, hardly I think 40-50 would be continuing or even less than that. And how many of them will continue further? That is even less. How many will become advanced devotees? Because this determination is very much missing in Kali Yuga. Everybody likes it, but determination is not there. Very sincere devotees, they would chant 16 rounds four days in a week or three weeks in a month, and then they will miss. So they will get up in the morning, again they will start sleeping. So it is difficult to remain Dhrdhanishchaya, but that is very important. Person should be very much fixed up in the vows. So it is mentioned, you can decide your vows as per yourself. Yourself means not whimsically. Same rules and regulations we have to follow, what are mentioned in this age, but as per your capacity. It is mentioned we should... Uh, Chant Hare Krishna Mantra. How many times you can do? You cannot chant 16 times minimum. Then you fix as per your level, but don't fail in that. So other rules and regulations are there. What are you pick up? Okay, I can follow only up to this level, but do not reduce that. Prabhupada told you have no time for chanting, but you are eating nicely and sleeping nicely. Then that is cheating. If one day we do not eat, we will not die. If one day we don't sleep, we will not die. But if you miss chanting, definitely we will die. So to attain platform of immortality, we have to follow this with great adherence. So spiritual advancement depends upon this. Not whimsically doing very much devotional service one day, not doing at all another day, but fixing up and following consistently. This great determination is required. So always remaining satisfied, being a yogi, endeavoring with great determination, 
मई अर्पित मनोबुद्धिर माइंड एंड इंटेलिजेंस should be offered to krishna so krishna mentioned this just couple of verses ago again krishna is repeating so some qualifications you will find they are being repeated here so shila prabhupad explains repetition is not because uh, the speakers do not know krishna may not know uh, that i spoken previously but because it is krishna is stressing on this point these qualifications you must acquire this is very very important so mai arpit manobuddhir it is very much important very much required because all our actions depends upon the state of mind so if our mind is fixed in krishna then all the activities will be dedicated to krishna automatically so somehow or the other yena kena prakarena mana krishna niveshayet that is why this varnashrama system is designed so nicely especially the process of bhakti yoga that a person can always think of krishna in all the activities of uh, ahar or nidra or even mathun or any other activity any kind of enjoyment a person wants krishna was always brought into picture so always the mind should be fixed in krishna and intelligence also should be thinking of interest of krishna mai arpit manobuddhe yo mat bhakta same priyaha so this line also you'll find is being repeated now throughout this this chapter 12th chapter yo mat bhakta same priya bhakti man me priyo naraha so arjun asks this question bhakta devotee is prior to you or gyani to you who worships your worships your unmanifest form so krishna in order to assert the point nobody but a bhakta is dear to me so that is why krishna is telling bhakta same priya only bhakta is dear to me such a bhakta is dear to me such a devotee is dear to me so there is no doubt only a devotee is dear to krishna and he can understand all the the perfection of spiritual life it is off okay our club has got muted somehow i do not know it is it's not mute hare krishna hare krishna i am speaking but i think the voice is not going i will join again hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare yeah i think it gets muted uh, often anyway mai arpit manobuddhir yo mat bhakta same priya so such a devotee is very dear to krishna so any person reads bhagavad gita he will spontaneously come to this conclusion krishna is telling only a devotee is dear to me and then such devotee develops other such qualities qualifications also now this is very very important verse people want to understand relationship management the relationships are very very bad and people are uh, very much frustrated how to manage so this is the key verse for uh managing all the relationships chapter number 12 verse number 15 what is the qualification of a devotee yasman no dvijate loko lokan no dvijate chayah harsha marsh bhayo dvegair mukto yasacha me priyah yasman no dvijate loko so first qualification is nobody he for whom no one is put into difficulty and loka no dujate chayah who is not disturbed by anxiety who is steady in happiness and distress is very dear to me so first of all the devotee's actions are so performed that nobody is put into anxiety because of actions of a devotee so when chaitanya mahaprabhu was instructing sanatan goswami the founders of the current vrindavan that we see so he gave this very important instruction vaishnava's behavior is such that no living entity not just human beings we talk of humanity but humanity is not perfect platform of compassion because people who call themselves uh, great humanists they kill animals so animals is also a living entity just in a different dress so no living entity should be brought into anxiety or distress so yasma no dujate loko first of all so this is very important whenever we are acting we should try to act in such a controlled manner that is why it is told in the vedas satyam briyat priyam bruyat nahi prabhu hum to seedha bolte hain we don't compromise hum to bilkul heart se clean hain and whatever is there in our heart it comes out so vedas tell do not do like that satyam bruyat priyam bruyat so speak the truth but in a way that is palatable to others 
only exception is when guru is preaching to his disciple because the disciple is completely surrendered so he need not bother about this this thing although the truth could be very unpalatable and harsh but to help the disciple a bitter medicine also needs to be administered so if anybody surrendered he is willing to see, he or she is willing to get knowledge then spiritual master without any compromise he preaches the truth but otherwise this etiquette has to be followed satyam bruyat priyam bruyat this is one of the austerities austerity has to be done on various level we will see all such wonderful knowledge in the coming chapters so austerity of speech austerity of mind austerity of body three different kinds of austerity or tapasya is there human life is meant simply for austerity taking in bits and pieces more and more discomforts in our life we should practice independence if you increase comfort so called comforts in the life you become more and more dependent so austerity of speech it is mentioned in bhagavad gita nobody should become agitated by what you are speaking so devotee is very careful by devotee's words or by devotee's actions nobody becomes agitated and some people are anyway naturally agitated demonia class as soon as they hear krishna's name so then nothing can be done but devotee is not the reason for anybody's agitation so this is very important so all of us when we are acting inside the house outside the house anywhere we should be careful we don't become the cause of anxiety for others so one question which is naturally asked is when we discuss this quality okay prabhu i may not agitate others but others will take advantage and they will start bullying over us and they will ride over us and make our life miserable so no nobody can make our life miserable if we are properly situated in krishna consciousness lokan no dujate chayaha lokan means other people also cannot agitate a devotee this is the qualification devotee does not agitate others and devotee is not agitated by others and so many examples we see in the history all the great saints they were put into so much harassment by the public by the society nobody appreciates the activities of uh, devotee nobody is able to understand but only another devotee will understand otherwise a devotee is treated as a irresponsible person or devotee is treated as an escapist or devotee is treated as very proud person by other he thinks oh they don't follow any other process and they are too proud of their philosophy so either devotee is considered a very proud person or he does not talk to us he remains aloof or they may find devotee uh, irresponsible person parasite in the society simply for their enjoyment they are enjoying the donations of society and not contributing anything or they may accuse prabhupada as he told uh, there were many cases on uh, the movement especially in america of brainwashing and there was a person who established the startup in the west and uh, what was this business about it was about deprogramming he read all the books of prabhupada very nicely his name was ted patrick you can find youtube interview also so this person uh, had established the deprogramming company and the parents of devotees would be their clients and he would take money from them and try to deprogram he thought that these people they have been programmed to think in such a way because when we become devotee our life takes a u turn our perception actions become totally different so then he read uh, and he steam all the books of prabhupad very nicely and they would write books how to counter all these arguments they would kidnap the devotees and they would try to brainwash again them but they were hardly successful some very new devotees they were able to change but mostly mostly they could not so krishna consciousness is very very deep and some of the devotees were kidnapped by their parents that our son has gone mad and they were giving them drugs that somebody has brainwashed and this thing and they administered drugs for many many months but when the devotee became conscious again they they could not stop again they came back to krishna so this krishna consciousness is not any superficial imposition on the soul unless we become disobedient to devotees we become offensive to devotees vaishnavas vaishnava prad then complete bewilderment is there otherwise anybody who has sincerely chanted the name of krishna even once such a person does not go away sometime he may get deviated but he comes back so yasman no dujate loko loka no dujate so although nobody understands a devotee everybody so this very nice shloka by shila madhavendra puri that how nobody can appreciate a devotee is appreciating a devotee but devotee does not budge an inch from his constant meditation upon the lotus feet of krishna 
so all such devotees they had to undergo prahlad maharaj underwent so much of trouble jesus christ underwent so much of trouble haridas thakur underwent so much of trouble shila prabhupad underwent so much of trouble mirabai underwent so much of trouble and uh, so many such cases are there but they were completely undisturbed by all these things so as i had explained before also i will explain again this is very important instance so if we hear these things repeatedly it gets embedded deep in our heart so one couple were there and sanyas is very bona fide way surrendering yourself completely unto krishna and apparently the world may perceive that you have given up your responsibilities but actually it is for a higher cause just like nobody accuses a soldier who may leave all the other responsibilities and fight for country and sacrifice his life similarly devotees responsibilities much higher is stopping the death of all the living entities so it's very bona fide way but somehow uh, some devotees especially in the west who were very new they were taking sanyas as an excuse to come out of the complications of a household life so if a person is not very very strict in following rules and regulations of household life household life is usually very very troublesome and there is unlimited anxiety piercing thorns are felt entire life unless devotee is very advanced so one devotee writes prabhupad so i think my wife is an impediment in my spiritual life so i am planning to take sanyas so then prabhupad explained very nicely that without uh, consultation or pre consideration you entered into grahastashram whimsically and now whimsically you want to come out of it so it is because of ignorance prabhupad explained we think that something is impediment in my krishna consciousness when we are in trouble now this is very important statement which prabhupad explained when we are in anxiety we are in trouble and uh, the people who are surrounding us or the place of our living or the systems in which we are placed into misery we think that system or those people or that place is responsible for our suffering they lack krishna consciousness so i am suffering so just like we meet some people so they tell ki prabhu please explain my husband also <laughs> he does not understand and he speaks all this thing and disturbs me or some other person will tell like that husband will tell wife does not listen or parents will tell children disturb us children will tell father mother are disturbing me but they don't understand loka no dujite chaya prabhupad explained we think we are suffering because of lack of other person's krishna consciousness however we have to understand if there is any disturbance in my life it is not due to lack of other person's krishna consciousness but it is because of lack of my krishna consciousness if i am properly situated in krishna consciousness like we can see from the example of history of great devotees even physical persecution will not disturb a devotee what to speak of you uh, unkind words if somebody may speak so this is very important so when a person completely surrenders to krishna he maintains this consciousness loka no dujite there is no question of anybody bullying over nobody has power devotee is liberated he does not offer his remote control to anybody you please press buttons and make me dance the way you want no spiritual life awards liberation so devotee is not at all disturbed by anybody so any time if i have any disturbance in my life i should work on my krishna consciousness and the result of my krishna consciousness is i don't agitate others i am not agitated by others so these two things so we should try to practice as much as possible meditate upon it write about it preach about it and follow krishna consciousness very nicely so that we can develop this consciousness and then harsh amarsh bhayo dvegair mukto yas sachame priyah he stayed in happiness and distress in previous shloka krishna has mentioned again he is mentioning in this verse so this point is very very important this we do not realize we are working very hard to mitigate the pains of our life and we are working hard to increase the happiness of our life physical happiness or distress material happiness or distress so devotee should not try to endeavor to increase material comforts or material pleasures and reduce material pains <clears throat> but devotee should simply try to satisfy krishna and thus he is indifferent to these external things which are just situated on external physical and mental level so devotee is not at all disturbed by 
physical pains, pleasures, fearfulness or external agitation. And such a devotee is very, very dear to Krishna, who is always satisfied undisturbed by external changes. Anapeksha shuchir daksha udasino gata vyataha sarvaram parityagi yomad bhakta same priyaha. Anapeksha, devotee, Srila Prabhupada explains very nicely, a devotee who is not dependent on the ordinary course of activities. And what is this ordinary course of activity? You can read the purport. Prabhupada explains, what is our ordinary course of activity? We are all working very hard to get money. That is the sum and substance of life of all people. Then with money, they want some other thing. So Prabhupada explains, money may be offered to devotee, but he should not struggle to acquire it. Ordinary way of life is that everyone is struggling very hard to get money. So devotee is neutral. Devotee is not dependent on these ordinary course of activities. And it is a great misconception in life that you need money to be happy. And practical example is the mercy of Srila Prabhupada. So many devotees which he has created in the movement. None of the devotees, they go outside to earn money. And all of them are happy. The day of all the devotees, it starts with singing and dancing. It ends with singing and dancing every day throughout the life. So what life can be happier than this? So thus, uh, we don't depend on the ordinary course of activities. It is a misconception, misnomer that money is required. So thus, the most advanced people of the Vedic culture, they are called Brahmanas. Brahmana will never take up a job. Top three classes would never take a job. But Brahmana is so advanced, he will not have any savings also. Vaishya may have some saving. Kshatriya may have saving treasury. But Brahmana, the most advanced person, now we are struggling very hard to earn money and then we want to have a stockpile of money for us and for future generations. Brahmana does not keep money even for the next day. This is called liberation. Not that financial independence means I have sufficient money, then I'm independent. No, financial independence means I am not dependent upon finances at all. Finances don't affect my happiness and consciousness. So thus devotee is not dependent on the ordinary course of activities. At the same time, he does not have any allergy with money. No, he can use all the money in the service of Krishna. If Krishna sends money, he will use in the service of Krishna. Krishna does not send, he does not care. Because he depends, money is not required for happiness, but service of Krishna is required for happiness. This is called anapekshaha. So all this consciousness can be difficult in the beginning. But eventually, we have to attain this platform. And it is very much possible by Krishna consciousness. And then Shuchi is the next word. Shuchi means pure. So what is this uh, purity? Because Krishna is supreme pure. So now also, uh, when uh, any person comes to meet us and he's thinking very badly, then we don't like to meet that person. And Krishna is supreme pure. And if our heart is stinking with lust and greed, lust and greed are no good feelings. And uh, why these people are there in the jail who have got more lust and greed, who cannot control, then they are put into jail. So similarly, Krishna is supremely pure. He cannot tolerate this lust and greed in the heart. So person should be completely pure. And this begins with coming to Satvaguna. Even our body should be kept very, very Satvic. Then all these contaminations of the heart can be taken away. So the first thing is that a person should at least keep himself and herself externally clean. As soon as we get up in the morning. So the slogan is uh, save water. Huh? People tell. Uh, so And one famous celebrity is telling, very famous Bollywood actor. So we should save water. I take bath very rarely once in a week or even less than that. And people may have some such concoctions. But no, taking bath every day is very, very important. And at least twice in a day. Thrice is recommended, but at least twice in a day we should take bath. And all of you can practically experience this. Morning in, uh, early morning you take bath as soon as you get up because our body becomes very tamsic when we are sleeping. And after you have done, you have finished your office or business in the evening, again, take bath and then you come for the sessions. And uh, even if you have got some work to do, take bath and continue. And then you see you have a different consciousness. So externally, by regularly taking bath at least twice in a day and cold water bath, cold water bath, especially important, brings us to Satvaguna and internally by always remembering Krishna. So internally, lower moods can affect us. But always, if you are thinking of Krishna, that is why DT Varsha is, is important. Get up in the morning, 
and offer some incense flowers to Krishna and try to have that impression in the heart throughout the day. In this way, if you are always thinking of Krishna, then lust, greed, the contamination, dirt of the heart, that will not affect us. And externally, our body should be kept clean by taking bath minimum twice in a day with cold water. Of course, unless there are health considerations. So this is called shuchi. Maintaining purity is also very, very important. Our wardrobe, our dresses, our cupboards, our beds, cots, room, everything should be very, very clean. We should sweep it, mop it. Devotee means pick and span where cleanliness is next to godliness. So we can simply judge the amount of lust and greed present in person's heart simply by analyzing their belongings. So Prabhupada, once he was uh, there on the bank of Ganges and it was, I think, Ganga Sagar festival or something. So where Kapil Muni's ashram is there. So Prabhupada would tell when I was small, I would come with my mother to this place. And Prabhupada was explaining these things. And then it shows a person, a sadhu, sadhu or a person he was there. I don't remember exactly. And he was carrying his lota. And his lota or the mug, it was very clean and very shiny. So Prabhupada explained, just see his mug is so clean. His lota is so clean. By this, we can understand how clean his art would be. So thus, if the heart is filled with lower modes, then externally also we would be unclean. And it acts vice versa also. If we start keeping the external things clean, neat, clean, managed, then automatically heart also becomes sattvic. So our external is the reflection of what we carry in our heart. So that is why cleanliness is very, very important. So I request all of you, please be very, very neat and clean. As soon as we get up, make your bed, keep everything clean, wash your dress every day, wear fresh dresses, clean dresses, and uh, in Vedic culture, Brahmana would take, uh, would change dress as many times he takes bath. So of course, now even that standard may not be followed, not required, but at least every day we should change our dress, wear fresh dress. So this is called Shuchi. And more Shuchi you can understand through your mentors and other devotees, your Bhakti Vraksha leads. But we have to follow these Shuchi standards. There are Shuchi standards in cooking and other things. So you can learn gradually. So we are just discussing the principles here. And another quality is Daksha. What is Daksha? Daksha means expert. What is an expert? So Prabhupada explains devotee is expert because he fully knows the sense of all activities of life and is convinced of the authoritative scriptures. Daksha means anybody who can do tasks very, very expertly. And what is the most expert way of doing task? So if a person is uh, earning money, and he is nicely investing. He has put some money in mutual funds. He has put some money in live stocks, some money in dynamic stocks, some money in FD, some money in some uh, gold, some money in infrastructure. He's called expert. Oh, very nice, very expert he is in utilizing his money. But if he's not a devotee or a person who knows the Vedas, he will understand what a waste of time, uh, what a waste of money. Typical example is Bali Maharaj. Bali Maharaj was proprietor of entire universe, proprietor is Krishna, but he somehow, he dethroned all the authorized agents of Krishna Devatas and he became ruler of the universe. And Bali Maharaj, what he did, he offered everything to Krishna. Krishna approached him, cheated him and took everything from Bali Maharaj. But Bali Maharaj did not rebel, rather he offered himself also. So Krishna told, give me three steps of land. In two steps, everything was covered, the upper portion and lower of the universe. So he told Bali, where should I keep my third foot? So he told, I am there, uh, my Lord, please keep your third foot on my head. And then Vamandiya became very, very happy. And he told, you have purchased me by your charity. So just see, this is called expert. Otherwise, you put your money everywhere. You have to leave all your funds, money, investments, and you have to carry on may not be even in human body. But if we use all our money, if we donate all our money to Krishna, do charity like that, then we can purchase Krishna. And what is Krishna? Krishna is a person, expansion of expansion of expansion of whom Lord Mahavishnu is creating many, many universes from every single pore of his body. And that Krishna person can purchase by doing charity. So that is why only a devotee is expert because he knows 
how to use every situation every resource every activity for the highest benefit in the service of krishna and thus bali maharaj had lord vaman dev standing as his guard always when ravan came to attack he was thrown apart simply by the push of toe of vaman dev so this is called expert so we have to understand the science uh, how to become really expert in life by dovetailing using everything in the service of krishna and udasino gatha vyathaha udasina means who is without any care and gatha vyathaha he is free from distress when he is so expert when krishna sees this devotees uh, using all the resources all the time energy in my service then uh, such a devotee is always kept happy by krishna so is gatha vyathaha he is freed from all distress so we have to understand this science if there is any pain in the head then injection is not put uh, medicine is not inserted in the head so in, injection is put in the nerves or the medicine is put in the stomach because the doctor knows the science that okay pain may be there in this part of the body uh, but this limb of the body the head is part and parcel of this entire body if any limb is weak if any leaf of the tree is getting dried we put water not on the leaf but on the root so anybody who knows the science of absolute truth Uh, what people do not know, we should simply try to satisfy Krishna, and when Krishna is satisfied, we are part and parcel of Krishna. We automatically not just get satisfied, but derive ultimate happiness. And Krishna tells, "Sarvaramb parityagi." He does not engage in any material endeavor for sense satisfaction, but all the endeavors are there for Krishna's satisfaction. Yo mat bhakta. See again the same word, mat bhakta. Such a devotee of mine is very dear to me. so krishna is declaring here very very clearly no gyani no karmi only devotees dear to me no yo narishyati na dveshti na shochati na kankshiti shubha shubha parityagi vanu neither grasps pleasure or grief he is so much faithful to krishna he understands not a blade of grass moves without krishna if pleasure is there he is grateful to lord if grief is there he is equally grateful to lord he thanks lord थिंग्स so he does not do inauspicious activities sinful activities giving trouble to others at the same time so this word is also very very important shubh ashubh parityagi so one person may wonder ashubh should be left inauspicious things should be left but why shubh things good thing should be left yes good thing should also be left as we have discussed previously also Uh, actually there is nothing called good and bad on material platform on material platform everything is bad how much ever good we may do to other people we cannot stop their death neither we can stop our death so real seva rendered to any person is freeing that person from the process of unlimited anxiety stress diseases and death so if you do any good activity that good activity is like stealing money and giving to others and bad bad activity means stealing from others so no government tells oh you robbed government treasury and you distributed all the money this is very very nice so similarly entire property belongs to krishna those people who do charity this is considered good work but such philanthropic activities from absolute platform are not actually good because they neither stop other person's death they neither stop your death and if anybody is being put to death being given capital punishment means he or she is a criminal if you don't commit any crime there is no capital punishment so that is why only that activity is right which stops which saves us from capital punishment death and repeated birth and that activity is devotional service so if a person is not very wise they don't understand this krishna consciousness they are encouraged to do these good activities so gradually heart is purified but a person who is wise should understand oh even i do all the philanthropic activities my death happens nature is still angry with me so that is why this is not actually good activity so such a wise person bhakti man a devotee krishna tells he is very dear to me and then finally krishna tells sama shatrau cha mitrecha tatha mana apamanayo shitoshana sukudukeshu samasang vivarjitah 
one who is equal to friends and enemies who is equipoised in honor and dishonor so he knows that this is simply a drama going on sometimes you know we see in the movies that uh, two people who were friends in previous movie in this movie they have become enemies in a similar fashion somebody is acting as my friend somebody is acting as enemy helplessly being controlled by laws of karma so if we also start thinking oh he or she is actually my enemy or friend then we also come under illusion so devotee treats friends and enemies he is equal to everyone he is well wisher of friends well wisher of even enemies and equipoised in honor and dishonor so much torture of hard work corporate work is happening because we cannot be equipoised in honor and dishonor we want to have honor we want to avoid dishonor but devotee is equipoised everybody is mad who does not understand i am not the body mad person praises you or criticizes you how does it make any difference in our life heat and cold happiness and distress fame and infamy who is always free from contamination always silent and satisfied with anything again krishna mentions here satisfied with anything so this thing has to be practiced thrice krishna has mentioned in these qualities and aniketaha uh, we always are worrying about when will i have my house i need to have big house bigger house but if you want to become dear to krishna then one who does not care for any residence who is fixed in knowledge and engaged in devotional service is very dear to me so that is why the goswamis the sanyasis they would live under a tree completely dependent upon so basically this yoga means to become one in relationship with god one to be agree to uh, just satisfy the lord just like husband and wife they agree we would satisfy each other and thus they sacrifice for each other so it is not uh, that krishna is narcissist or he is too much demanding no it is the expectation of any beloved uh both husband and wife they expect that you remain chaste in the relationship so that is why krishna by telling us all these things he is not trying to make our life miserable but he is trying to give us that pleasure of the heart love is the greatest pleasure that we can have in life that is why we see in the movies and in real life also rich girl is there poor boy is there they leave the girl leaves the rich house so that she can live comfortably with in a humble condition also because this love is actually what we are seeking <clears throat> so when a devotee doesn't care for residence he is always satisfied krishna so called some suffering is there in life a devotee thanks krishna this is the these are the various instruments for developing love for life love for god and when devotees behaving in such a manner then automatically krishna controller of everything he keeps the devotees always very very comfortable and ultimately devotee stops this process of repeated sufferings and krishna tells finally in the last verse of this chapter ye tu dharmam mitam idam yathoktam paryupasate shraddha dana mat parma bhakta aste tiva me priya mat parma so such a devotee has no other aim in life his aim is not to do such a work that even after i am gone people should keep on clapping about me what is the use of such claps or i should leave so much money that many generation should enjoy nobody can enjoy unless they serve krishna how much ever rich or famous a person can become so his goal in life is simply to have association of krishna engage in service of krishna so krishna tells he follows who follows this imperishable path of devotional service and you completely engages himself with faith making me the supreme goal is very very dear to me so all such previous qualifications it is being mentioned here can be attained if simply a person follows this last verse what is that we have to follow this path of devotional service bhakti yoga completely engage ourselves with faith in the service of krishna and krishna should be made the ultimate goal of life so if simply these things are there person is following bhakti yoga complete engagement is there with faith and uh, krishna is the ultimate goal of life then all such qualities automatically develop in the personality of a devotee